هست تو؟ You've been alive for a quarter. Yeah, that's how much you're worth, too, by the way. So, happy birthday, Walt. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, listen, when you said that 25 <laughs> years old, I heard, like, so, like, hesitant, like, oh, oh, wow. And as soon as you said, that's how much you're worth, he immediately said, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I said, damn. <laughs> oh, oh, you said, damn? <laughs> yeah. He's like, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, it's twenty five thousand, okay, or twenty five million. You know, it's in uh... pesos. That's not Man. racist. By, that's not racist, by the way. I'm Puerto Rican. No, no, it, you're Puerto Rican too. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, you're being a colorist. I'm being a colorist, yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Nah, man. You're only twenty five, man. Twenty five years on this earth. On this earth. God damn boy! I how's told it, that. How's it feel? I, I mean, you, the, you spent the day doing what? What'd you do for your birthday? That day, I mean, I I was taking care of the house, so that day was just a cleaning day. But aside from that, uh, I went ahead and started a couple of new games because uh, yes, someone, sir. you know, someone someone provided some codes for some games. Yes, sir. And, uh, Who who's that? Uh, some some someone from the sticks. Some dude called Macho. Ah, oh, oh, who, who? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, this, I felt like I was being converted because he was like, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy. I'm like, man, <laughs> chill, bro. To be clear, well, yeah, so, so I actually gave, I actually get to some, my guy some codes for his birthday. And um, we were on the phone just talking because uh, I got so. I think that was the day I got my Steam Deck too, right, Paul? It is. Uh, the day before, I think. Right. So I was probably just configuring it. But so um, he was like, Macho, what? I, I want to get into Final Fantasy. And what game should I play? I'm like, well, you act the right guy. So for, <laughs> then, as we're talking about it, I sent him codes for 9 and 7. And uh, nice. And he, he was like, what? And, what the? And <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, man. What are these emails I got? Stuff. Yeah, and then, want your charity. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then um, Sammy came in the room right like soon after Walt, and it was like, she's like, "Wait, it's Walt's birthday. I want to get him something." And I was like, "Yeah, you can look at his wish list and see if what you want to get him." And so she picked out uh, Yuki's like a dragon for him because she got really excited when she saw the game on his wish list. <laughs> and wait, I thought you played that. I did. I'm gonna replay it <laughs> on the Steam Deck, though. Yeah, oh, he's, gotcha. he's he liked it so much he got the platinum. So he said he wanted to do it again on Steam. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I also uh, he also got me the Outer Wilds. So, and uh, damn, never played that game. I mean, honestly, I started the other day, and then that's a unique game. The, the 
There's no, that's <laughs> a unique game because there's no saving. It's all, it's one, oh, it's that's per not a, walkthrough. That's not, a, that's not a good impression already. <laughs> no, no, it's, a, it's, a it's not a returnal game. situation. So it's like, it's what is it like rogue? What's the category like roguelike type deal? Yeah. Where yeah. it's only one run, and each run you can do something different. Uh, I haven't gone through deep into it, but so far what I'm seeing, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. I like what they're doing. So far, I also re-downloaded Witcher Three on my Steam Deck because I, because uh, why not? That's, that's not 3. a bad game for Steam Deck, actually. Absolutely, man. Just keep your your native or like your actual refresh rate at forty. What's uh the the main character, uh his name in in Cyberpunk Edge Runners? David. Uh, David Martinez. Okay. Mm-hmm. My boy is from, is Dominicano, brother. Oh, that's his nationality. Yeah. Oh, and, that's cool. Uh, who's like the main uh, female character's name? Lucy. Just Lucy. Uh, she has a full name. I can look it up for you. Okay. Like, like who's like who are? You, would you say those are the two main, like, most popular characters? Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, if you go to the uh, actual fan base, I'd say uh, top three are are David, Lucy, and Rebecca. Those three are always like the. Whenever people are like, "Oh, are you Lucy or Rebecca?" Even the the Twitter page, they were like, "Are you Team Lucy or Team Rebecca?" So, go back and forth between that. Uh. Lucy Cyberpunk. Lucy, one hundred percent. I guess they do reveal it in one, just one scene. Uh, Lucina, yeah, I, I Lucina Kushinada. We no. definitely missed she, that. She is half Polish and half Japanese. This is by Rafal Jockey, which is the creator of. That I do remember. They did. Yeah, yeah I do remember they heard them saying that. So Lucina Kushinada. I remember the Polish part. Um. Because, I mean, pretty much, like, there's, like, 50% people on Night City are, like, either Japanese or half-Japanese because of Arasaka and all that. Um, Pretty cool. All these, all these, all these tunes! (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have to try to talk to like that. Like, it doesn't come naturally. And it's, so, trust me, guys. I'm not, I don't talk like that on a regular... Uh huh. I'm sure you're saying it to your your dog like five thousand times this week. Hi, <laughs> oh, Chum. that's a good idea. Hi, Chum. <laughs> that's actually not a bad name for a dog. <laughs> Chum. Chum. Yeah. It's better oh, than yeah. Gonk. It, hey, yeah, Press Alpha. How you doing, man? Welcome, to welcome back to the uh, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Nice to see you back in. Right, you guys ready? Uh, yeah. No, yeah, sure. You're definitely ready. We are ready, so. Welcome, everyone, to the 77th episode of the Dual Shock and Sense podcast. I'm your host, Soul, the connoisseur anime wife, who's joined, as always, by my two co-hosts. We have Macho here. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. It's the King of Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy fanatic, and uh, I have a new special title for both you and Walt. I get it, man. And that is... uh. That's a, believe me on read and Discord, motherfucker. That's what that's what y'all are right now. <laughs> y'all never answer whenever I ask about topics. 
<laughs> whenever I'm bringing up top, anything, articles, whatever, y'all just leave me on read. What's going on? I'm bringing, I'm putting you on the spot right now. I I never use Discord unless you directly tag me. <laughs> I'm not gonna answer. That's funny because I directly added you yesterday. You added me in what? <laughs> oh, added at like at? Yeah, at yeah at. Oh, okay. Then, <laughs> then I don't know what to say about that one. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm just like, dude. What's, I'm trying to get the topics for the for the podcast. Y'all just leave me on read, man. But uh, it is it's what it like, is. Is my thing is that like my notifications for Discord are off on my phone, and like my laptop, I only use it. Like I don't have Discord on my laptop, so mm. like I only use it. I only use my laptop for school and writing. So. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. At least you provide a really good reason. Well, I just forget. I just look at the <laughs> I look at the message and I'm like I'm gonna answer in the next five minutes and I never answer and I forget. That's, that's hilarious. Can you do that a lot? That's me everywhere though. That's yeah. me on Messenger. That's me on WhatsApp. That's me on Instagram. It's like hey, okay, so this person uh, messaged me. I'll message them in a bit. It's it's uh, very week true. goes by, and I don't answer. It's it's very true. I I, I firsthand experience. But yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good. Other than that, I'm doing good. It was a good week. Um, quite busy. We're leading up to the honeymoon weekend. Uh, a little nervous because we're wondering how Harley's gonna do with with our um, with our people that are gonna actually babysit him or dog sit him. But he's been doing good, man. Harley's actually been doing really well with potty training for the most part, except yesterday, right when I started a Final Fantasy stream. He looks at me, goes in a corner, and pees right on the fucking ground. I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> so I immediately had to Bro. stop what I was doing in the in the stream and just tend to him and see what the hell is going on. But uh, but yeah. Um, other than that, having those puppies, one of the worst and best experiences of my life. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's been it's been pretty mellow. Just waiting to go on vacation, man. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. Walt, how you doing, man? I'm doing a splendido. Uh, turned 25, and everything just feels the same. I'm just a little bit older. Um, been playing a lot of games. Been watching some shows, some anime. Uh, been a good week. Uh, getting ready for, I don't know about you, so, but getting ready for next week, uh, where apparently there's a a, a, a chance of hurricane. Um, oh, yes. So been just getting ready for that. Um yeah, man. I haven't really got much going on. Just that I ate a lot of sushi. I uh, I bought. I went to this place called Crumble. Never been to it. Uh, they make these very large cookies that are more cake than cookies. They're crumbly cookies. And uh, I got the strawberry milk one. And I felt like my mind was in the clouds while my body was on the floor and I, oh, oh my God, the, the, it, it tastes so good, y'all. God damn. Like I, I had a, an awakening in that moment, you know? It was, it was magical. It wasn't aphrodisiac. It was just magical. Mm. I was about mm. to say, the way that you were talking about it, it was sounding a little bit like you took an aphrodisiac or something. Listen, man, I don't know what happened last night. Jesus. <laughs> All right, no, no more strawberry crumble cookie 
cake for you, Walt. <laughs> Yeah, Listen, man. You, sometimes you're acting, you just, you're acting a little bit different, man. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes you eat the right <laughs> sweets, and listen, it'll hit different. I guess I'm just like David. I'm built different, you know. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, but nah. Yeah, man. We got we got a great show planned for you guys. Uh, a lot of stuff Ooh. to talk about. Um, before we jump into that, we're gonna get started and and talk about the games that we've been playing this past week. Um, so for me, uh, this one's pretty short. Uh, I finished off Titanfall 2 over the week. I uh, cool. really, really loved it. Uh, just just a, a fun campaign that surprisingly, I'm not going to say this, this was like, you know, like, I don't know, like Oscar worthy writing or anything like that. But like uh, towards the end, like the, the, the heart of the story is, is the relationship between your, your character and uh, your, your Titan. And uh, that stuff worked surprisingly well for me uh, by the end. So yeah, it was it was a campaign that had uh, more than meets the eye. I think. Um, so yeah, really enjoyed Titanfall too. Um, I've been getting into into Prey a lot more. Finally, man, just for whatever reason, um, the multiple attempts that I've tried to to get into this, it just like never clicked. Or I was playing multiple things at the same time, so like those other games just pulled me away. Um, but no, I finally, I finally sat down with Prey and actually like gave it the time that it, that I think it deserves. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely got its hooks into me. Um, it's scary as hell. <laughs> you guys know I don't do well with scary games, but, um, we're, we're, I don't know about scary. It... I know it's tense. I know it's very tense because you don't know what's around the each corner. Right. I mean, I just don't like that the fucking enemies can turn into like little Chimic. furniture and things like that and you don't know and you can't tell like you know which ones are which or whatever uh which is cool which is cool but yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely tense i think that's the right word um but yeah really enjoying prey um but guys the game <laughs> that uh took over my week I, I actually probably like the past two days to be honest that i was not expecting to take over uh my my gaming life has been Destiny 2. Wait! Wait! <laughs> Wait! Wait! What? Yeah. I, I have I... never in my life expected to hear those two words out of your freaking mouth. We'll, we'll see how far it goes. Um, Because, you know, there, there definitely could be a drop-off. Because I'm definitely, like, in the honeymoon phase where everything is just new and exciting. Yeah. Um, right? And, um... But Destiny 2, that's crazy. So, something that you probably don't know about me is that I actually played Destiny 1 a lot. You what? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this man full of surprises. Played Destiny I'm, 1, didn't play Last of Us, what's going on? I'm just... I'm, Damn! I'm totally... <laughs> I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally just uh, like throwing like a dart at the board, but I, I think with Destiny One, I probably put in like somewhere around ninety hours. That's, a, that's a guess, but. Oh, okay, um, you're a baby with that. Okay, gotcha. I mean, ninety hours, no, there's nothing to, to, to scoff at, you know. So um, I put, I put in around. Well, well I didn't ask uh, you. I'll, but... I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll look for it. I'll, look for it. I'll look for it. <laughs> Uh, as you're doing that, uh, but yeah, so um, I actually did play Destiny a lot with friends. Um, yes, sir. And then, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know why. You know, I, I don't know what 
prompted this decision to play Destiny 2, but um, yeah, I That's started crazy. playing it and I'm actually kind of hooked. You're, you're on your FPS kick right now. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess that that's what it is. But um, yeah, man, um, the gunplay is is so so good and fun. Yeah, it's godlike. Um, yeah, it's it's really damn good. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just finding the sort of dopamine rush of constantly getting like new loot and new gear and decking yep. up my character and you know, uh, cool shit to be really really like intoxicating. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 a cool game. Um, I found uh, a, a game mode in the the Crucible multiplayer stuff last night that I just absolutely love. It's called Elimination, I think. Yes, sir. Um, it's basically like a three v three multiplayer game mode where um, it's literally like yeah, so it's three it's three v three and um, you basically like. You, everyone, all six players only have one life, so, uh, yeah, it's just whoever can knock out the other three first wins, and it's really, really tense, and it's the whole thing is, like, whoever gets to five, whoever wins, uh, five rounds just wins the overall thing, and it's really tense, like, it, it could be, like, I've had multiple games where it's, like, my team wins one, that the other team wins one, and it's, like, at the end, it's like 4-4, and it's like, oh, it's so tense because it's like whoever wins this final round wins the entire thing. I literally had one last night where uh, my team went 4-0 and against this other team, and then the other team wins five in a row, and they beat us, which was Damn. really embarrassing. Yeah, but, I feel but yeah, it, it was, yeah, it's, it's fun. I'm addicted to that game mode now. Um, but yeah, man, Destiny 2 is, is, is awesome. I, I'm having a great time. I even, well, I even bought the Witch Queen expansion. You did? That, not even I have done that. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's yeah. insane. This man went off the deep end. Yeah, man. Right now, Cognito I, I, will be kind of jumping in the seat right now. If you... Yo, Cognito, he perked up right now. No, I'm listen. Not, I'm not proud of it, but yeah. <laughs> listen, said, I'm man, not proud of it, he said. I... I uh, Macho, check the Discord. Um, yeah, I know. You just look, sniped on this man. Jesus Christ. What's look, wrong with you? How many hours have I played on Destiny? 1,400. So, with with D1, I got yeah, unhealthily touch, obsessed. some grass. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, no, Soul has game, 84, which is a reasonable amount for a normal person. Oh, okay. No, listen. Far off. Listen, for... <laughs> For Destiny, I think Destiny is like one of those games where uh, that you know people talk about Halo, their memories, and Destiny One, Destiny Two. That's where my best gaming memories are, and it's not because of the game; it's because of the people that I've met. Uh, I hear you talk about D Two and about Witch Queen. That's the only expansion I haven't purchased, and I think probably Shadow Keepers. I want to get back to it. I've been putting it off because I have other games that I do need to play single player wise. Uh, but listen, man, uh, you're making me, you're making me rub my hands over here and kind of want to, kind of dive back in there and play some D2, man. That's, uh, Crucible is my shit. I love PvP so much in that game and, yeah. and grinding. What, what, my question is, what is your class and what is your main element that you're using? Uh, Hunter. Okay. And, and I, I guess fire? I don't know. There's still a ton of shit. Like, I will admit that, like, 
like this game like for for new players this this game is definitely overwhelming there's yeah there's a bunch of shit that i just don't fully understand yet i'll eventually get but like you just asking the elemental thing i'm like yeah, i don't, I don't yeah, know yeah yeah just, just the type of thing that you fight with um okay so hunter are you enjoying the hunter yeah it's cool yes sir that's my that's hunter for life yes sir <laughs> my boy got good taste yeah if you say warlock i would have just left <laughs> anyone tells me they, they're a warlock main nah man oh, yeah you listener if you play warlock why are you even playing destiny stop playing destiny um, don't shame them what's wrong with you people can do what they want with their time mm, nah I'm not uh, good, good stuff man man <laughs> I'm, pr I'm proud of you Sol don't, don't feel shame I'm proud of you for, for playing destiny too. I'm happy Thanks, for man. you I, I would have been even prouder if it was a critically acclaimed Final Fantasy 14, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> insert sleeping soundbite. <laughs> 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 Listen, or man, the, I, I, the... I got 40 crispy views on that Final Friday yesterday. I right? it was 14, so so or, step or, up. or that that one uh, moment in SpongeBob where uh, Squidward's about to play his clarinet. Like, no, <laughs> no, don't recall my favorite moment. Don't do it. <laughs> He's like, he goes, and now, and now for E minor. <laughs> Squidward, or Patrick's like, E minor, E minor. No. As soon as he hits the first note. Uh, how how y'all going to hit me with my favorite moments in SpongeBob? I hate y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's it for me uh, this week. Uh, also, kind of tipping away at uh, The Sandman as well on Netflix. Um nice. And, uh, yeah, that's it for me. What about you guys? Cool. Um, well, I'll go first, and I know we're, we're going to go into, like, a <clears throat> like a bigger conversation with Cyberpunk. But, um, mm. so this week, I've actually, uh, on top of going to 14, stuff like that, but I delved into a couple of the demos for games that I wanted to, wanted to get on day one and play. Did not do it for Diefield Chronicles, even though I do want to play that game eventually. That It just came out. But I actually played the demo for Star Ocean... The Divine Force and Valkyrie Elysium, and out of those two, I think Valkyrie. Yeah, go ahead. No, what you say? Oh yeah, I, I was just gonna ask, how's uh, Valkyrie Elysium? It's actually way more fun than I was anticipating. Okay, good. And it's really due to the actual combat mechanics. So the way Valkyrie yeah, Elysium yeah. works is one, it's an action RPG. So it, yeah, you're gonna be hacking and slashing and stuff like that. But what makes it really um, interactive i guess or more intuitive with, like the controls as well is that you can actually summon out uh different souls and these are from like different people that have like their own different backgrounds and stuff like that um and in the game or in the demo you're available to only two and one has like a thunder and and range kind of element to him and the other is like an ice uh element that she has but you can summon these at will with the cost of like a bar as, as well so you can like span these different kind of souls you're putting into the battlefield but they help you out in battle on top of you just hacking and slashing and whatever which one, whichever one you send out last you actually inherit that element from that character so say i send out the person that has a lightning element now my uh, weapon is actually imbued with lightning um as like an as an attack like us uh, like uh effect or whatever so combining all this stuff with the actual like really fast paced hack and slash is really fun you traverse the environments pretty quickly as well you don't even have like a run button you just hold down the left analog stick and then you just keep holding on to it and your character eventually just start running um 
there's actually a, a pulling grappling mechanics as well. So kind of like just like the hook from Halo Infinite, I guess you could say, where um, you have different vantage points and then you can actually just hook onto it. And then it looks really cool and cinematic. It's pretty dope. And then with these actual souls that you summon out into the world as well, you can solve different puzzles. So one of the, the lady had the ice element, I think it was. Uh, there's like a gap that my character couldn't jump over. So I summoned her out and then she's able to just um, have a bridge of ice appear. And I was able to get across. So combining all those elements, all these elements like in the demo, just made me reassure like, oh yeah, this is actually really fun. There's some synergy here. I'm actually enjoying like the push and pull of the combat and um, it doesn't feel limiting as well. And everything just looks super cool. So uh, on top of all that, yeah, it's, it's great. As soon as I finished playing it, I pre-ordered it at Best Buy to get that steel book and everything. I was like, yeah, this is a game I want to play day one. So that was that was a great change of pace for like a demo. I'm loving like these actual demos that, that Square is actually putting out. So, um, but with the other ones, it was Star Ocean, the Divine Force. And this one was a little... It was definitely PS3, it feeling like a PS3 era JRPG. And, well, it more, it more looks like a PS3 era JRPG, really. Um, the game is not visually pleasing as much as Valkyrie leaves in my in my opinion. Definitely not in the vein of, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake or anything like that. But Star Ocean Divide Force so far is actually pretty fun as, like, a gameplay standpoint. I didn't really realize what I was getting into with the combat, but apparently they, they usually have like this bar that limits your actions that you can take. Um, so that's where like kind of the limitations of the combat comes in. But once you kind of get around that and you actually learn the flow of combat, it gets pretty fun. Uh, the biggest thing that really helps it though is that there's this mechanic. I forgot what the robot is called, but basically what this robot allows you to do in combat, even outside of combat, is to levitate in the air and then dash towards a certain spot. So this is where kind of like exploring the world gets really fun, where you just start dashing and gliding everywhere. But in combat, you can actually dash towards enemies and catch them unaware, and you can actually start doing some combos and stuff like that. So there's some potential in this game for it being really fun. I checked out the latest like overview trailer, and there's a lot being added to it. So it looks like it's a game that's gonna be worth a bang for your buck if you're not counting the visuals. Um, it looks like just the content is going to be there, which is nice. So I'm sure a lot of people are, you know, wonder about that too. So, but other than that, play both those demos. Uh, Star Ocean is probably going to be a wait for maybe Christmas or wait for a sale for me. But Valkyrie Elysium, I, I definitely want to play that day one. It's that's going to be that's going to be for me. So, but other than that, that's just nice. kind of like what I've been playing. Cool. Well, what about you? Been uh, heavy on some cyberpunk. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What? Um, Macho mentioned he finished Cyberpunk Edge Runners, so and he ended up downloading it. Uh, yep, I ended pretty... up rebuying it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yes, I was very, very tempted to start last night, but I was just dead tired after the stream, and I want to give it time. So I'm gonna see if I can play it tonight. Yeah, man, I um, I got I got through the main like the intro basically. Um, where finally you get the title card, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, waiting for my car to get fixed. Uh, just met just met Keanu. Uh, man, it, I I gotta say that opening 
see the, everything that's that leads up to that to that grand you know uh, climax of the first act it really is one of the, one of the greater intros in a in a, in a western rpg that i've seen uh i think it really much showcases you know the decision making the impact the the different routes that you can take in one mission like with the with the maelstrom mission where you can you know either get the gadget or not get the gadget or pay with credits not pay with credit like there's so many things there you know it, i like the way that it teaches you how the game works um i'm enjoying the customization i made a, a lady v uh i started with the corpo uh intro um i've decided that uh <laughs> she's gonna be a bit of a annoyance at times because with depending on the on the intro that you choose you get certain dialogue options based on that on that skill on that tree and being a corpo makes you it's just horrible <laughs> it just makes you treat everyone like shit so whenever you see that option i'm like well time to be an asshole <laughs> trying to be time to make this person feel awful uh but i'm really enjoying it uh i downloaded the the updates that they had for for the anime uh they really i haven't played this game since release so you can very much you know realize this how much i'm seeing that changed a lot a lot changed and it's still the same story and whatnot but i never had any problems with the story my the story i really loved from the beginning it's just that the gameplay the, you know when it launched was just it was unplayable so now I'm I'm actually glad that it hasn't crashed. So uh, I'm happy already. <laughs> it's a uh, I'm having a blast with the game. Um, I started Outer Wilds. Uh, I downloaded FF7, FF what was it nine mm-hmm. uh, or eight? Yeah, uh, not the one with Squall. It was nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I downloaded nine. I downloaded Yakuza Like a Dragon. I uh, I've been playing. I played. Oh, I played uh, some of the new season in Fortnite. They have Spider Gwen in there. Um, I did see part that. It's ba- <clears throat> part of the battle pass, so uh, your boy had to get in there. <laughs> and uh, and it's not any Spider Gwen. It's Spider Verse Spider Gwen. So it's the actual Gwen Stacy. You know, the shaved side, uh, short hair. Uh, so it's that Gwen Stacy. Yeah, Fortnite um, almost got me with that. They almost got me. They almost yeah, not yet, not yet. Uh, not yet. They gotta put they gotta put uh, Aerith or something in there. Yes, um, sir. Uh, which I don't doubt it. At some point, I'm gonna see, you were gonna see some Final Fantasy character in there. For God's Dude, sake, if I see in Cloud there. in there with a freaking assault rifle, I'm gonna You're I'm gonna, gonna shake it? my head, but then I'm gonna download the game at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been playing that uh, with with some friends. I've been playing a little bit of Dead by Daylight. Still enjoy that. I have the one of the uh, killers that I bought was the Onryo, which is the ring. Uh, so Samara is her name. Um, I love it. Uh, she's super creepy. I love terrorizing my friends with it. Uh, they always get scared, and I enjoy it very much. Um, I watched Barbarian this week, uh, which is this new horror mo- movie by Zach Greger, uh, starting Regina Campbell, and Bill Skarsgård was in it. Uh, and Justin Long. I didn't know Justin Long was in this movie, so it caught me off guard when I saw him. I'm like, whoa, what are you doing here? <laughs> Last time, like, since Jeepers Creepers, which is the last horror movie I think he was in, or big horror movie that he was in. Uh, really enjoyed it, y'all. Uh, I know, Soul, you're not a horror fanatic, so you're not going to ever watch this movie. Um, 
but I can say that this is one of the better movies that I've seen in the horror genre as of recent, uh, of recent memory. Uh, it really subverts expectations. It, the cast is incredible. The twist, oh my God! There's the, um, you know, there's always three acts. Every act has a twist that is just, it's insane. It, the way that they that they world build and and the characters interact with each other and everyone just. You know how horror movies have this thing where they make the protagonist incredibly dumb by just resorting immediately to the dumbest decisions ever? Uh, that wasn't the case this time. The protagonist exhausted all options, and then they began, began becoming desperate. So it's a cool way that they you know, actually established these characters to not be dumb. <laughs> they were not stupid. They were actually thinking about it. Um, we I actually watched a second movie. Because my friends wanted to watch another one, I just hopped along because I wanted to watch another movie. It was called The Invitation with Natalie Emmanuel from Game of Thrones. Uh, it's a vampire romance uh, movie. <laughs> uh, they chose that one. It was uh, yeah no I mean they went with me to watch Barbarian, but then we uh, they wanted a palate cleanser, so we watched The Invitation. Because um, uh. Barbarian left us really messed up. <laughs> it was a. Uh, I slipped with the with the night with the night uh, light, man. What <laughs> is, it just, is it? just like super gory, or just like? It's just scary, man. It's super tense. Uh, not, and not even the jump scares. It's just the 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 way that the, they set up the origin of the of the evil in the game in the movie, and the way that just uh, the location because it was like an underground tunnel and it was always dark and you you would be in like in this perspective where it was like almost. Not not even third person. It was like you you had a grasp of their reactions and you had a grasp of the of the environment around. So you were tense for them and you were tense for whatever's around them. So it was it was just so. Uh, <laughs> I want to rewatch it because it was so good. Uh, so it was more like ghost story than anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is some reality. Like there there is some some actual like something in that movie that does exist in real life but the main threat is is it's not real so it's okay. yeah it's like as long as it's not gore then i'm i'm okay no no uh, there is gore but that's not there it's not the voice it's it's not like every 5 minutes there the gore only happens when there's a death or whatever um gotcha okay yeah it's really good it's really really good uh uh the invitation was fine uh, vampires, they did the classic, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> there was a point where the protagonist had got, like, uh, was in front of this vampire, the vampire, instead of attacking, they just went, <gasps> like, trying to hiss, and I'm like, ugh, what is, what's going on? <laughs> I feel weird. Why are you hissing at me? <laughs> um, aside from that, man, uh, not much else. I don't think, aside from, from, from the movies, I don't think I've watched anything at home. Oh, I tried watching that Jeffrey Dahmer show, the monster one, on Netflix. Uh, I only watched the first episode, and that's as far as I'm gonna go. I yeah, that's some I, that's some. I felt horrible. Yeah, that's some deep that. shit, man. Seriously, I felt I felt icky because in my mind, it's like this is this is all reenactments. This actually happened. And watching it, it's just, it's horrible. It's, it's, it, it, I felt weird. <laughs> it felt, it felt terrible. I'm glad the man's dead, but golly. Uh, 
it's horrible to for the families to see a show because I saw I saw on Twitter them them sharing this scene of uh, one of the family members or one of the victims uh, family members like breaking down at court and they recreated that for the show and and it's I don't know it's messed up it's horrible but yeah man it's been a spooky week kind of getting into the spooky uh, spirit for October I guess. <laughs> I'll definitely need to watch Barbarian. It looks it looks cool. I just saw like a little bit of a trailer, so I'm, I'm done. Yeah, watch don't that. watch it no more because you'll. Uh, I I do think that the trailer is enough. Don't look into it anymore because tr- the twists are insane. Yeah, I'll definitely. I'll see if maybe I can catch that. I because Sammy and I are actually going to um, see Avatar this weekend. So. Ooh, right, that came out. That's only yeah. out for like ten days, right? around there i the ad i saw was like two weeks but it could be just two 10 weeks, days okay. but no, yeah we're gonna, we're gonna go see that this weekend but um she's not into like those kind of movies like that so i probably just have to go by myself and honestly during a weekend or something tell her to support you you know emotional you, you gotta tell her you gotta play the marriage card hey you said uh, it no <laughs> i would i wouldn't do that for, to her man i wouldn't you gotta do tell that her to for her. better or for worse sammy this is for worse. You gotta be with me. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to her, man. That's uh, that's that's it's it's oh. like taking soul to, to to like the the haunted mansion movie or something. You know, like you just don't hey. do that. What what happened? You're not married to soul. <laughs> what ha- what happens? What? No, no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. But yeah, that's funny. That's actually funny that you say that because I think I'm I'm actually gonna go and watch the Avatar movie as well uh, next week. Cool. So yeah, man, I'm dis- I'm disappointed they're only doing 3D. Uh, I wanted to only watch it in IMAX, but you know, I guess I'll watch it IMAX 3D. I guess you know, I don't. Yeah, no, it's I'm telling you, it's it's um I remember watching it. Not even IMAX. I don't think IMAX was around. No, I don't think IMAX was that. Like it was either research or whatever. But I remember watching it in three D. But yeah, I watched it in three D. It's it's worth it. It's absolutely worth. Like honestly, that experience of going to the movie theater with my cousins and buying the movie ticket, the three D movie ticket for Avatar, not really knowing a lot about it and watching it for the first time was one of the most memorable experience I ever had in movie theater. So. I'm excited to have, kind of recreate that, but with my wife and and see it now in full 4K HDR and just kind of relive before the second movie comes out. So it's definitely worth the 3D, the extra money for 3D, in my opinion. All right. It's, it's a James Cameron joint, so you can't go wrong. Yeah, and the man has a he's always sassy, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I did see that article too, where he was, where he's like, a, what was it, the Fox representative or something like that tell him to do yeah. one thing for the movie he's like no i made fucking titanic i'm gonna do what i want <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing what i want <laughs> like talk your shit man talk your shit <laughs> yeah. my man knows where he, who he is <laughs> oh man um but yeah man that's gonna wrap up that little segment and now we can move on to the podcast proper and chip away at some of these uh bigger topics that we got because we got a lot to talk about um so yeah, we got we got a few small things that we can knock out of the way first. Uh, Macho Yoshi P was was talking recently in an interview, and he said that uh, we can expect the next big Final Fantasy 16 trailer sometime in October. Mm. So this begs the question: Do you think that this is going to be debuted at a potential PlayStation showcase? 
what was funny is that I was thinking the exact same thing, and I was like, Soul's totally gonna shoot me down. <laughs> that this is not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I think this could possibly mean we get a PlayStation showcase. Um, if not a showcase, then what else is gonna happen in October? Right? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I I doubt, especially for a game that big and a, and a game that a game that big that Sony is also like so heavily associated with, like that it feels like something like that doesn't warrant just a blog post or them just putting it out on YouTube randomly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean you're right. Like, where else do you put something that big, right? And then I believe he also said, um, in in that interview that. Uh, he's hoping to have the release date in this trailer as well. Ooh, so okay. So yeah. So I, I feel like that's something you would want in a showcase. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Even if it's like an opener or a closer, you can see it for both scenarios. But yeah, I really think that does beg the question: if there's going to be some sort of another state of play, it won't. It won't be a place in showcase, right? Or would it be a place in showcase? I. I, I don't know, man. It, it would be weird if it's another state of play, because, like, in that case, like, what's the harm in... Uh, well, the last state of play was to to be, like, a whole, like, before a big introduction to TGS, so it makes sense why they did it at that time, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I feel like it would be weird, because have we ever had two state of plays in back-to-back months? Like... I don't know. No, unless it really called for it, and this can because of what I was saying before of why there could be a state of play or a PlayStation showcase is to kind of give the rollout to what's going to happen in 2023 because right now, as far as like the PS5 exclusives that we know of that are coming in 2023 is Forspoken, and that's about it, right? In January? <laughs> Spider-Man and Final Fantasy. Right, Spider-Man Final Fantasy, we don't know exactly when they're going to show up, so I can imagine at least getting like a release window for Spider-Man 2 and an actual release date for Final Fantasy 16. Maybe like a I, June release. I would... And I know I've been, you know, beating the drum of team, like, no showcase, or at least if there is a showcase, we won't get a ton from first party. But... I would be shocked if we go this entire year without hearing from Spider-Man 2. Um, yeah. Like, in, in, a, in a big way. Because even with God of War, like, yeah, like, they, they were quiet after the announcement, but they at least showed a trailer, you know, like, um, you know, after that. Uh, like, they didn't, they didn't go radio silent for the entirety of 2021. Like, they at least still showed one trailer that year. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's something we get at, at Game Awards instead of a, a of a showcase. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you're right. Like, where the heck does this thing show up if not at a PlayStation showcase? Unless um, unless it's like a state of play, and what they do is give uh, like a ten minute breakdown of God of War's gameplay in October, bef- the month before it comes out, and then have a couple other surprise announcements from our third party partners and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean maybe. maybe something like that. Cause the thing is, like, I'm wondering if they're actually gonna still do a God of War state of play. I, I feel like, like I, I was totally thinking that they would too. But then again, like I didn't think that they would show Ragnarok in the last state of play. Um, but I'm, 
track record would say that yes they are absolutely going to do they're absolutely going to do that um but at the same time i feel like is it really needed right yeah i, 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 I don't know if you really need that gameplay breakdown <laughs> right yeah Going, know, going just by off of your analysis video, I think we're good on a breakdown of gameplay. People are excited. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see like what happens with, with this thing and like where it shows up. Um, unless unless Square Enix just randomly decides to do like a little mini showcase themselves in October of all times. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, they can at this point because they got so many games coming out that they, they probably need another refresh for people to be like, hey, this is what we got for the next couple months. Like and, literally and also, going down the list is, is a lot. And also like I was just thinking about this to myself. Um, like and like Valkyrie Elysium, like I'm a little bit shocked that that game wasn't at the state of play um because like that game is coming out fairly soon right <laughs> i feel like next week all that we oh okay so yeah the... <laughs> so yeah the time the time is up on that one <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know man like i i just felt like that game really needed like another big you know showing from from sony because that is a playstation exclusive um so yeah i was a little bit when I, when I started remembering, like, oh, yeah, that game's coming out soon, I was a little bit shocked that that wasn't at the state of play. So, yeah, I mean, if Square Enix was doing anything, then it's like, what are they going to do? Like, show Forspoken again? They can't show Valkyrie Elysium. Uh, Dio Field is, is already out, right, mm -hmm. as well? Yeah, so, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see, like, what like what happens with this trailer and how it's debuted. Because, again, I I... I would be shocked that if it's just like we wake up on a, on a Tuesday morning, it's like, oh, brand new Final Fantasy 16 trailer dropped on, on Twitter, you know, like without any fanfare or, or much lead up to it, you know, just like just a random drop. Like, I don't know. I'd be shocked if that's the case, if that's what we get. Yeah, I would be too, because Yoshi P doesn't really operate like that. He's he's low key a troll. He loves to tease people a lot. <laughs> so and but the thing is, when he does that, he um he's sure in, in the in the in the path and the course that they're taking because we did say he did say before that the next time he wanted to show us the game was when they're near completion and he wasn't wrong when he when he showed that trailer during the summer um and we actually got the actual release window so this one you can imagine it's actually going to have the next one to have the release date in it too and I mean, when you said like uh, something coming out of the blue just shows up on Twitter, I immediately thought of Kingdom Hearts Four, but even then they had like a whole event for that for that uh, reveal too. So, right, I can imagine for Final Sixteen, yeah, they're gonna go the extra mile. They're gonna give it the Final Fantasy Fifteen marketing treatment for sure. Gotcha. So yeah, that's what I expect. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, gonna be very interesting to see when this thing comes out. Uh, but regardless, very excited to, to seemingly we're not too far off from another big look at that game. So, yeah, very, yeah. very excited for that. Yeah, you guys are in for a treat with the music, man. Like, it's, man, just breaking down the latest trailer and going through all like the music notes, especially how it relates to four to 14's music and everything. And just the actual you guys remember the the, the song of the theme of Final Fantasy going with the names of the icons yeah. Just, 
is okay. epic. It's epic. And, that, and, that, and that's just the tip of the iceberg for this man's uh, ability to make great music. So uh, I, I know my Final Fantasy Friday streams, um, Flame always talks about how great the music is for the trials because it's like a mix of Persona, Persona's rock um, and lyric songs and, and end of a boss fight, essentially. So I just can't wait to see what this guy actually does with medieval um more of a medieval spin on, on Final Fantasy, so it's going to be cool. It looks all right. Yeah, it's not what you said last time, bitch. No. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> no, nah, I'm mega excited, man. I can't wait. I, I, I want more FF16. I just want a demo or something, Whoa. man. Give me a speaking, demo. Speaking of, of your excitement, oh, uh, I, I hate to break it to you. If, if you were excited for... Uh, the Persona Super Live uh, concert later this year. Uh, I, I would temper those expectations now. After we just had an interview with them, with Atlas saying there will be no new game announcements at Persona Super Live this year. Listen, man. Hey yo. Uh, hey yo. We got that in the background, Macho. Oh, that's my bad. Sorry. Uh. I was like, oh, am I going crazy? Listen, man, I saw that tweet. I immediately went to the comments. People were like, oh, they're just saying this. <laughs> that's, that's copium right there. That's man. a copium, man. That, that's a big tank of copium, my boy. Listen, I, I'm i always talking about, how, oh, I'm excited. You know, I'm looking forward. Listen, man, I, I'm never expecting Atlas to do anything. I'm never my expectations are never through the roof. I'm I'm always excited to see what they do in the moment of, but before that, I'm just like y'all are weird with the way that you release your your announcements and and make all these just I don't know, man. Everything's been merch. The last <laughs> few months, it's been just merch, and now I know what it feels like to be a Square Enix fan sometimes. Cause no, all they do is no, merch. don't even go there. <laughs> Listen, buddy. <laughs> We've actually been getting games. I don't know about you, but I can count at least like yeah, 10 games from this year. I've been, I've been, quantity, I've been yeah. enjoying just licking my, licking my fingers how, how off. You been, how you been? Yeah, Is this that how a, you eat? Yeah? You want to hear it again? That's how you freak, huh? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, Listen, thought you gonna, I thought you were going to say, I know I know how it feels to be a Sly Cooper fan. I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. No, listen. So uh, they they said the big six announcements or whatever how many and I'm just holding off on that. Uh, this when you mentioned that there's you know potential of them announcing something in this um, the Persona Live or whatever. Uh, I didn't hold my breath. I didn't listen to it and say hey you know what so might have a point. I said no. I listen a bit like that. They're weird. They're not gonna do that. And then that tweet came out. I'm like yeah no thank you for reassuring me that I don't have to be expecting anything. But here's the thing man. The copium in me is like, maybe they will. <laughs> maybe they'll say something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Don't hold your breath for Atlas. That's for sure. Uh, I really ain't, man. It's crazy because I'm, I'm not even expecting Persona 6. Just tell me 1 and 2 are coming to modern consoles or something. Like, I don't know. Like, do something with your old ones. Like, everything is 3 and 4. I get it. Yeah. Finally, we're getting those for modern consoles. But there's nothing regarding the past ones. Or the SMTs of the of the past. What happened with SMT? I know we got Nocturne. We got five recently. Is that it? Is that it for SMT? <laughs> like, are we just done? Same with uh, Soul Hackers. We got Soul, Ca Soul Hackers 2, right? Where's literally every other property you do? 
like Redux and the first Soul Hackers and just literally everything you have made in the past 10 years. Like everything is just, it's a weird time. It's a merch time. They, they're they making this mouthwash and all this. And no, listen, man, <laughs> I'm not about to buy your mouthwash. I'm about to clean this this mouth for you. You about to, you have to you have to tolerate this sticky breath. So you give me that persona six. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. But yeah, oh, how, how are you feeling, so? How are you feeling about this? Uh, what's what's that what's that saying? Um, I'm I'm what? not I'm not uh mad or whatever. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's how I'm feeling right now. Um. But Sad, you know, man. I, I definitely, I definitely here. won't be, I won't be watching that that uh, concert now. So uh, congratulations, <laughs> Atlas. Um, Thanks, but, Atlas. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, man, that's 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 that. Just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, um, man. Us, us Persona fans continue to take L's this year, man. It's it's, it's it ain't easy, man. Yeah, but we're hate here. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. it. But hey, RGG coming through, so I'm happy. I'm I'm happy. One Japanese company with some of the best, you know, kind of JRPGs are. Or you know, Japan said uh, games are are doing something, because Square Enix is always doing. They they never stop. They're like Mappa from for anime, but for games, they just keep doing shit, and hope something sticks. <laughs> and they hope, and everything sticks. I guess. Hey man, that's crazy. You're not wrong. Yeah man, You're not wrong. Yeah. I don't I don't know about you, but I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty pretty good about all this. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, all those all those Persona Five stinkers. Uh, just been, hey, it's been again, it's been stinking up the joint as as soul was <laughs> with 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 their oh this is what Japan looks like and this is the best <laughs> game ever treating it treating it like the Breath of the Wild JRPGs like man is this your champion <laughs> man if you if you don't if you don't go back under under your rock with your, with your favorite starfish and just play some more JRPGs like cut it out man yeah well, I, 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 I was fighting on a thing earlier. Uh, just quick, quick thing. Uh, I'm glad the Miles Miles Morales is coming to be, uh, Steam. Oh man, you want to change subjects real quick? Now right? we, I was like, what? <laughs> what does that have to do? Because it's hurting me, man. It's hurting me. <laughs> no, Talk about not... Atlas. Talk about Atlas over here. Let's Talk about something else. They hurting right, me, man. Well, well, we could talk about another Marvel uh, superhero, man, and that's uh, Iron oh, Man. Shit. Because uh, apparently EA Motive is making an Iron Man game, and uh, why? Why? they announced this now uh because the the my big takeaway from this was that they're or i don't know if they well yeah they probably did specifically say this themselves but one, of the, one of the bullet points that i saw um like i think nebel or nibel or or benji yeah, sales yeah. or someone else say um in their post about this was that this game is in pre-production oh so they're hiring <laughs> so well yeah yeah that's definitely that's definitely probably like more than likely the point why they made this announcement now mm-hmm. but i i don't know i i get why you guys need to do that but at the same time it's like we are gonna see this game for like four years <laughs> at the best man yeah so like yeah i don't know i i guess like some of the other stuff that we know is that this is gonna be an original story um featuring iron man but also uh something that came out from from all of this is uh, all of this is that uh with marvel games right and so we've seen avengers the insomniac games as well 
uh, mm-hmm. uh, Amy Hennig's game and now this Iron Man game is that there isn't going to be a sort of ci- <laughs> an MCU kind of thing, a, uh, like a cinematic universe that ties all these games together. And my my big takeaway from that or my reaction from that is thank God. Just let these yeah. things exist by, by themselves. You don't need at the end of Iron Man, uh, Spider Man sitting in a in a in a coffee shop or something like that, being like, "Hey guys," <laughs> winking at the camera, and then roll credits. Like you don't need that shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes every time. Um, so so yeah, man. Uh, what do you guys think about this whole announcement? And are you guys down for for an Iron Man game? It makes sense to do it after. Uh... Yeah, it's still Marvel, so it, it makes sense to do it after the roadmap for. Yeah, man. I mean, the... uh, WB is not gonna do it. Yeah, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's why I'm glad that the roadmap was set up for the MCU. Now people are actually, you know, get, get, with their ears perked out for anything Marvel related. So now with this announcement, you know, my big thing, and I said this in the Double XP podcast, is I just hope they do a good Tony. Because I know that we've been spoiled with RDJ and everyone's just expecting this charismatic, just absolutely, you know, over the top, just incredibly uh, made character. Uh, <laughs> some people say that the Tony in Marvel's Avenger was a good Tony, you know, I don't know about that, Chief, you know, go back and play that game. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he wasn't he wasn't bad, but, like... He wasn't bad, but listen, man... It was man, forgettable. Uh, it was forgettable. Yeah, and that you don't want that, man. You know, it, It's like Batman. You you want a charismatic and, and suave Bruce Wayne. You want someone to remember. You don't want just some dude wearing a bat suit, and when he... During the day, he's just a millionaire. No, no, you need a... You need someone that has the... The, the charisma, he has that spice in him, you know? And my big thing with Iron Man is that... The gameplay, you know... Make it anthem-like, you know. Make it make me feel like Iron Man. But other than that, just make a good Tony. Make the story memorable. Don't just make this, you know, uh, Ubisoft-style open world just with little or ch- a checklist of things to do. Uh, it's motive. I, I don't, I don't think they have the history of doing that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. We're not excited for the game. It's been literally pre-production. We just heard the damn announcement of the the game there's not even like an official teaser or anything so oh no man i'm I'm looking forward to it i i, I don't think iron man is, it gets enough love in the gaming universe uh it's just like superman got that horrible n64 game i hope this is not a uh a horrible experience i hope this is like an actual <laughs> good game <laughs> what about you macho uh there's a lot of potential for this to be really good um, and not really based on the studio or anything, but just the concept of an Iron Man game that makes it really exciting. And I think if they actually take the Spider-Man and Sonic Spider-Man approach with it, where we're literally dropped into the middle of Spider-Man, like not in his veteran years, but more in his prime, right? Like in the Sonic Spider-Man, it's like what eight years he's been Spider-Man. So I think we get the same thing for Tony Stark for this new game where he's more or less in his prime and he's already dealt with a couple of villains he has history with and but we, there's also like this new threat on loom and but at the, at the same time he also has has all these different prototypes and outfits for different iron suits i think that can mm-hmm. be super cool to kind of go back to like your hideout and say like oh i want this suit because for this mission specifically it's more range so this can do with you know this suit can do rockets and stuff like that um i think that'd be super dope and 
it also could tie into more like companions for like different quests so like having like black widow or um or uh well do you think they would have other heroes in it because i would i wouldn't mind just a solo iron man game because i think what made spider-man so special is it's a cast of characters and it's pretty much peter against the world no no well well Yes and no, because what makes Peter such a strong character is the characters around him as well. So Mary Jane's not over here kicking butt with him, okay? So, but 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 still, she she did the work. So is Mary Jane getting involved? There's also Aunt May and and the Feast um, orphanage, right? And the, uh, there's there's yeah. also Miles Morales that was introduced in, in the game as well. And then on top of all that, spoilers for Spider Man if you haven't played it, but Doc Ock. Wow, you know. Spoiler. So that that was that was like one of the biggest twists and turns of of that entire story, yeah. and that's what made that character so strong and such a you know such a good story as well. So we had the same thing for Tony, yes. where where he has introduced to all these different characters. No, not like Avengers stuff, right? Maybe there's like yeah, and that, odds, that's like my worry. But... I I don't want them to like bring other heroes because with, with Spider Man, companions were the people in his circle: you know, Mary Jane, Miles, Aunt May. Doc Ock, you I know, mean, for Iron Man, you have, I don't know, like, uh, what's her name, Pepper? Like, you have her, you have... Pepper uh, Potts, yeah. Yeah, Pepper Potts, you have um, possibly Ironheart, I don't know. I wonder if that's a route you no, go. I, I, no, I, Ironheart would, I mean, maybe they introduce the same thing like Miles Morales, but... Sure. I, that would um, probably be like a, like a potential second game, but like, I'm thinking more of like, um, God, Ro, what's Rhodey's uh, superhero name? Oh, man. War Machine? War Machine, yeah, yeah, like having yeah, War Don, Machine in there or Don Cheadle in here, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think, <laughs> so I think that the, the potential of this game could be really great, um, but there's a couple things they need to nail, and that's one: Tony's inner circle with his characters and the actual story, right? It needs to be a strong story, and secondary, uh, or secondly, they need to have really strong flying gameplay. Yeah, Anthem, just make it Anthem. Anthem had phenomenal yeah i can see that i I mean i I hear i'll hear great things about that so sure yeah and and one of the big things uh it's how even if you're not flying there's this thing of hovering if you're not walking places you're hovering to places and you're just like above just barely above the ground and it makes you feel like you're just thrusting that little bit you feel like iron man you're about to blast off you know and anthem had those little things and i think that if they can get that down uh they have a great Iron Man gameplay, but I mean, you know, I don't know what route they're going. Are they even going to touch on, on like, with Peter and Spider-Man? Will they do those little moments of, of drama, you know, with where you play as Tony and not as Iron Man? You know? I mean, that, um, maybe. Uh, the thing is, you had to imagine that Marvel was getting as involved with this as they did with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. You, would, you would think that they would want to do it justice well, as much as the spider-man at least up to the quality of insomniac spider-man of course what worries me then is if you know marvel's getting involved with iron man wouldn't that be more disney getting involved and in marvel because for insomniac it was more marvel because spider-man is not necessarily like disney proper he's more attached to sony so would there be some difference in creative differences for the iron man game no because um you're specifically dealing with Marvel games, not with mm. Sony. Okay. And that was the case for wanna... Spider-Man, where a lot of I think his name is Bill Rosenbaum, who's like one of like the heads for Marvel games, 
Mm-hmm. Um, where he had hands-on approach with with the game, along with the the, the creative director, um, whose name I'm forgetting right now, for Spider-Man. Yeah. But but he had hands-on with with that game and and a couple of the Mario games that get shipped out. So I can imagine like as soon as like they're doing if they're making an Iron game, they're gonna hit him up more than anything than like Sony. So gotcha. Sony is more like with movies and stuff like that. I think so. Right. So what do you think about the Iron Man game? Um, I don't know. I probably won't play it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not like my favorite, uh, superhero or anything, but like, I will say that like, my biggest thing is that like, are you guys, a, are you guys afraid of this being, or kind of crossing into like a uncanny, like Valley territory with this? Because like, I feel like we already have an Iron Man in the Avengers game. So now it's like, okay, if they do introduce Black Widow in this game, all right, now we have two Black Widows, right? So it's like, I feel like, obviously Marvel Games is going to expand this thing, like, more and more and more. Like, we already have two Spider-Mans, too, right? Um, We're about to have two Captain Americas, two Black Panthers. It's, It's like... And, and and I I don't know like they kind of have to do this because like they're they're not gonna do a connected universe and I don't want them to do a connected universe either, but it is kind of like a double edged sword because now it's like we could possibly get to a point where we're gonna have like, goddamn like four iterations of some of these characters right so I don't know it's mm-hmm. just it just kind of feels like it's yeah it's definitely like a double edged sword with with them taking this route I don't begrudge them for for making these making all these games like standalone uh stories that are disconnected from one another um but yeah it is kind of an interesting like consequence of doing that yeah Yeah, for sure thankfully it's not like the movies where it's like you know we have different spider-man movies so like who's gonna be the spider-man and is the actor gonna be going back and forth thankfully they are they do have some leeway with that but i think it's the same thing kind of like spider-man shows too like the animated shows like there's so many different ones, and all of them are obviously not connected. All are, all are kind of different, but um, each one it's kind of serves a different audience and kind of grew up with like certain Spider-Man shows. So I think it's the same thing with the games. With like the people that are gonna be playing the Captain America, Black Panther, probably never play the Avengers game. Or people right. people who played yeah. the Spider-Man game probably you know never played Avengers as well and didn't even realize there's a Spider-Man character in it that does like to do Zumba. So I'm not sure. What what. It's so inevitable, and, and you know, I, I it would, it'll happen. It always happens. Comparisons always happen, and and I'm, it's tough that there's gonna be someone that he will, he will hear comparisons of him, at, to RDJ, like there's, you know, with Jury, yeah, people compare him to, Tom, uh, Toby, and Andrew, but now you'll have one person, you know, being compared to, I don't Salute. know who does, who does the RDJ in. Thank you. Um, or not the RDJ, but the uh, Tony Stark in Avengers. I don't know who who's the performer. Who is it? Is it uh, is it is it uh Nolan North? Is that who yeah, does Tony? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did um Iron Man and Avengers, and he didn't do okay. a bad job. So like, honestly, yeah, no. But still, like, I don't want, I don't want my Iron Man sounding like Nolan North. Like like yeah, is Iron Man gonna be played by Nolan North? <laughs> is it gonna be a a a. a... A Troy Baker type deal. Like, are we gonna have one of these big, or are we gonna have an up and coming, you know, more similar to the character type uh, cast for Iron Man? You know, these. I don't know. I mean, pre-production. We we barely just started, so 
We'll see where, where they take it. I don't know what the vision is yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we will have to wait and see for that. Uh, we'll, we'll be doing a lot of waiting on that, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. Um, yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, man, so let's move on from that. And, um, well, I'm going to let you take this one away. Uh, Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Uh, so... This anime came out uh, fairly recently, and I think the coolest thing that has spurned from this from this anime is just the resurgence that Cyberpunk 2077 is seeing, like really everywhere. Uh, people are realizing that after you know the 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 rocky launch, to say the least, uh, there is actually a pretty damn decent game underneath all of that. Um, you know, I, I this year I absolutely fell in love with Cyberpunk 2077. Um, you know, I was disappointed in some areas with it not being, you know, not being as as RPG as I wanted it to be. But regardless, I was absolutely like swept by by that world. I think Night City is one of the best locations, like fully realized locations in all of gaming. Um, like you can, it is just so densely packed that you actually it feels like you actually have to engage with the environment in order in order to to navigate it properly um yeah i i I just i just adore that world and its characters and um it's really cool seeing that people are uh either you know they're discovering it for the first time or or jumping back in it's really really cool to see um so yeah guys uh, talk talk about uh edge runners and and uh how it brought you guys back to the 2077 yeah oh, we man. we we are the actual <laughs> we we are the kind of in that crowd now well of like people yeah who kind of looked at cyberpunk with a side eye and now we're back into that world so yeah uh we're part of the how uh, officially today it's uh they're at 104,000 concurrent players on steam let, let me let me just say uh that uh so all all of my uh, you know high praise and, and talking for this game earlier in the year did nothing for you guys until <laughs> until until you uh, until an, an anime with some with some cute anime girls that's what did it for you. Listen, listen. That was that was the straw that, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Listen, it took yes. trigger yes. to do it. It took it took the anime studio. Listen. We know Kill a Kill. We know Gurren Lagan. We know Kiss Niver. We know Pro Mare. This, these people don't mess around. All these, all I, this flowery talk, well, is just a long way of saying yes. No, because listen, listen, yeah. listen. <laughs> if it wasn't Trigger, I don't think the game would have been as successful or as as hyped up as it is now, or people would not have been given another chance as they are now. I think because they chose Trigger, and Trigger has such a specific way of storytelling and a way of just it bringing you in with its characters and its world and its stylistic look because i think cyberpunk 2077 the game is a very stylish game it's a very it's a game that's oozing with just you know this this the neon filled light uh streets of night city and and all of this just cybernetic augmentations and there's so much going on that i, I think only trigger had has the capacity of bringing that into the anime medium I don't think that's something that A1 Pictures can do. I don't think that's something that Bones can do the same way that Trigger just... That's the perfect company to, to do that. That's why Visions, that their episode was so good. I, it, they're incredible. Um, 
I'm I'm happy that this happened. Um, you know, I wasn't feeling anything before Edge Runners. I was just like, yeah, Cyberpunk just didn't work for me because it was just broken on release, and I never played it again. But this game just it made me a. Hey, I kind of want to revisit that. I kind of want to I want to explore <laughs> those streets again. I gotta I I gotta I gotta get back to the streets and and become a legend, as they say, and and go with my boy Silverhand and, and meet Keanu once more, and you know and. Man, I'm I'm really taking my time. I, I'm I'm going at it slow, reading every dialogue, reading every piece of lore. I'm really investing myself into this universe, and I agree with Soul that Night City truly is. I mean, they took it straight out of a TTRPG, you know, module. Night City is just absolutely incredible, and the characters as well. They're fully realized. You know, I think what what sets it apart from you know it's not as rpg in some aspects as as you might want but i think it, it compensates with or or it makes up for it with its characters because uh soul i know you're a big fan of judy uh and listen judy is not just you know eye candy she's a fully realized very deeply you know written character there's trauma in her there's stories behind her there's relationships with with different characters in the world with her, not just you and her. You know, same with Pan Am, same with Evelyn, same with Jackie. Everyone in this world just feels like they exist in this virtual, you know, playscape. Uh, the villains make sense. The corporate, you know, what's it called? Corporate colonialism, what they call <laughs> in the in the video game. You know, fighting against these big companies. Everything just feels like it's grounded, but it's also larger than life with the augmentations and the it doesn't all it also doesn't seem far-fetched or too far off because it could be a possibility in the future so it makes you question things what's what's it mean to be human what's it mean to you know what is your purpose what how do you seek purpose do you keep going in spite of knowing that the end is coming you know what what does it mean to what do you mean to others do you just end it and do not care what others think. There's so much depth and philosophy to this game that I knew was there, but the game was just, the gameplay was what kept me away from this game. But after experiencing Edge Runners and knowing that the next-gen update that you saw hyped up a lot and said that did a great job at bringing the game to a state of actual playability, though if it wasn't for what you said, Edge Runners was not the only thing that pushed me to play it. Edge Runners reminded me of the world, you reminded me of the gameplay, and it just so happened that you know I was in the right moment, the right time. And I'm 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 so happy I gave it another shot because I'm just having a blast, man. I'm a I'm gonna play this game for so much so long. <laughs> I'm gonna explore every nook and cranny of Night City, ex meet every character, buy every house because apparently now there's multiple houses you can, or multiple apartments you can have different ones. Um, listen, man, uh, I'm I'm in it for the ride, and I hope Trigger keeps doing i hope they keep exploring night city not just with david martinez's story but they make stories for other characters you know bring because nice that's the thing cyberpunk's 2077 is not so much about v or about david or about evelyn it's about night city it's it's the it's the idea that if you live in night city it's you against the city the city is its own character and I think that's such a difficult thing to do in the video game, where the world is its own character. You know, in a movie, this house is its own character. It's it's lore. It's it's 
its idea or the idea of, of what it means to live in there or be there. Uh, I'm excited, man. Oh, what, you sure. what about you? Yeah, sorry. The <laughs> Harley was rolling around, so I wanted to make sure y'all didn't hear the jingle all the time. He's ready to go outside. <laughs> He's so cute. Um, no, I, I heard everything you said, Walden. Honestly, uh, I want to bring it back to Jay's point. of was like, oh, well, now you guys get into it. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> and to to that point, man, um, I listened to your stories. I listened. I actually watched the reaction you did for one of the missions. Um, which I phased out of my head, so I don't even remember what it really was, <laughs> other than the guy getting like um, nailed to a cross or something like that. But that's that's all I remember, and I don't remember any sort of context surrounding it or anything like that. What leads up to it, I don't remember anything like that. But I, I just remember like seeing and hearing you talk about these stories and be like, all right, this is something I actually eventually want to try out. I think this is like a game of you know once you know I see it for a good price and then I have. A little more gaming time then yeah I'll, i want to dip into it and, and really invest myself into it so the interest was there but cyberpunk edge runners man was just the it just broke the ice for me and i told walt this a little bit before you drop into our conversation in the chat that the cyberpunk aesthetic and the theme didn't doesn't really interest me it doesn't really tickle my fancy i'm kind of not of a fan of like the creepy unsettling factor that these people really kind of mesh their bodies with mechanics and and just all sorts of cyber cybernetics and just like that's so creepy that, are you saying people that got amputated are are stopping no don't be a dick wow. <laughs> don't be a dick no it, my, my uncle what okay okay no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, in the sense of like, it's that's that's purely I know, I know. Be- augmentations. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's what you're talking about is purely out of necessity. Like, they need that shit to live yeah. and to actually yeah. function. This is just for this is we're talking about people in this universe that like are full on greed and just want to enhance themselves to better their ego, yeah. and and all that fills into greed. All that fills into um, selfishness and that kind of world. That kind of depression. In that in that entire landscape yeah. just doesn't interest me. I'm just like I do not Very want to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, I do not want to be a part of that because that just sounds depressing and like some a world I don't want to invest myself in. But then watching Edge Runners and actually seeing the human factor of these characters and seeing their histories and like them actually tackle situations that I, even I had questions about if they actually face head on, and to see them actually tackle those challenges and either be defeated by them or uh, overcome them is really miraculous and it's something i did not expect from the cyberpunk aesthetic in the world and everything like that so seeing that seeing that there's examples of that in that anime on top of the gorgeous animation the amazing music the well-directed scenes and the voice acting and the writing so damn good i want to see if that's reflected in the game and from what Sol was talking about and what what you were just saying right now really cemented the fact that yeah this is a game i need to start playing because now I'm actually invested into this world the same way I got invested with League of Legends Arcane, invested into that whole atmosphere. I want to do the same thing with Cyberpunk, but the difference is now this is a game I'm actually interested in. It's an action open world RPG. It's not a top-down MOBA competitive game. This is a game I'm actually interested in, so I want to try. I want to give it a fair shake. And Walt, you just brought up a really great point, too, of how the world and the actual... Era like the area of Night City feels like its own character. 
I fucking mm. love games that do that. I fucking love them when they do that. Because when you when you say that, the one game that I think about that has its that has games that have like their own care their own worlds as their own character are games like Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil One, The Police Station, um, fuck man, Final Fantasy Fourteen that has so much history and so much rich culture in it. Like I wanna see that. And I and now that I'm actually invested into the cyberpunk aesthetic, um, I think I give it its fair shake. So I'm excited for that. So yeah, the anime's fucking dope. Go watch it. Um, mind you, don't watch with the kids around. <laughs> you definitely don't want that. So definitely close your door when you're watching it. Um, uh, I mean, it's no, I it's bad. It's bad. Uh, no, Macho, you you you're just you're built different. You're you're just like you see a little bit of blood. And you're like, Ugh. no, Wait, no, I'm no, no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual nudity. Dude, it's like seconds of it. Like it's not even a whole scene of it. It's literally seconds. No, it's to be not. Fair, it's to really be not. fair, you you were you were saying how you didn't want to play Cyberpunk on on stream because of the new the game. Exactly. Does. No, exactly. I'm talking about Edge Runners. But no, but even yeah, no. but Edge Runners is still like a lot of titties. There's, there's titties every episode. Um, so well, I'm listen. Which, people which are not scared of titties. I, YouTube I, is. I come I come to expect that with Cyberpunk, so Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Cyber with anything with anything Cyberpunk. Yeah, there's always there's always that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I was I was I wasn't I guess surprise is the wrong word. I was just more like, damn, there's a lot of cities in this anime. <laughs> like I was not expecting that for any yeah, anime man, at the exist. very least. They exist in real life. Shut up. Well, like, Shut up. <laughs> no, you know what's uh <laughs> did y'all see uh well not you watch it, but I shared <laughs> I found on Steam this game, and I shared it on Twitter. People really got excited and wanted to play the game. It's called Cyberfuck 2069. Oh, yeah, I did, see. <laughs> I, did, I did see that from you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, people, people go Unfortunately, crazy. I had to mute you from the DualShock and Sense podcast. It's, uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> but then you can play. No, no one answers me. No one <laughs> me play. No, but, um, but yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm totally... Uh, I'm in. I'm in. I want to okay, see if that tonight is either going to be. Uh, well, I definitely want to watch Rings of Power starting tonight because I want to watch before Hawaii. Um, and then definitely dive into Cyberpunk. I know I probably shouldn't because Vakalism literally comes out next week. But man, uh, I got this. I got this itch to scratch, and only Cyberpunk 2077 can do it. So do it, do June. It. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, but but yeah, yeah, it's there's um, I, yeah, I would say don't watch with the kids around because yeah, there is there's quite a bit of gore and, and blood and all that stuff, but there's also because a lot of nudity, so yeah. Okay. So just scary, just a, just as a warning, because I because I did not expect that kind of. Oh my god, them. you're a grown ass man, man. I, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> when people are going into something, they need to know that kind of stuff, or else you they're going to catch a, a, a surprise. Yes, especially in anime. Oh my god! Especially in anime. Sorry, well, I don't want some perverted shit that you watch all the time for anime, where there's not titties every episode. I'm sorry, I don't watch that stuff. I'm more civil. I actually have the kind of person. Let me not go there. It's because of people like you. They put instructions on shampoo to not put under your eyes. All right. Like everything All right. So now, so now that you say that, I'm actually, I'm actually gonna say this now. Listen, at least I got a wife to go to in the bed. All right. At least I got. Oh man! <laughs> Therefore, you got me used to it. Why are you surprised at the titties? 
Just just for that shampoo coming. Now I gotta throw out the dirt now. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. low. That's low. That's low. If, if that's your reasoning, then you're used to it. Why are you surprised? Why are you surprised by titties? Why are you surprised by titties? You live with with them. Come on. I thought you were saying because I have them. I'm like, damn. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you have. To. <laughs> I know you. Speaking of titties, uh, watch the Final Fantasy Friday stream from yesterday. Y'all gonna have a good hey, laugh yo. at that one. Hey yo, <laughs> why you show a titty there? Uh, there's a couple of bounce. There's a couple. Of, <laughs> never mind. Um, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just kidding. I love you, bro. You know, it's all jokes. <laughs> anyway, I think I think what what you're seeing with with edge runners and how it's influencing. Uh, people to come back in droves to, to 2077. I think this is exactly why Sony is doing PlayStation Productions. They want that, that sort of that double dip, you know. Um, oh man, that, that yeah. double dip! They 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 went back for seconds and filled up three plates for the buffet. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's why so the, that's... the HBO Last of Us is gonna gonna make part one sell like uh like crazy. And Fact. why you would you would think, uh, if if they timed this correctly. That the mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima movie will come out around Ghost of Tsushima 2. 2, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Horizon, I would imagine that is... I mean, uh, Horizon has, you know, a VR game. We think there's a possibility that the multiplayer game that Gorilla is working on is Horizon-related. Oh, you obviously man, just so released... Cool. You just released Forbidden West. Now you have a, uh, a Horizon series coming out as well, right? All of this sort of cross-media promotion thing it all kind of circles and loops uh back into one another um so it's smart man and and cdpr is two for two with this stuff and you know they're really paving the way for how this stuff should be done um so yeah man i think i think it it makes all the sense in the world why playstation is is uh really trying to to do this for their games as well yeah Um, we're seeing living examples that would not only cyberpunk but Freak man, Castlevania. I watched the anime. Yeah. What did I do? I picked up Play all the games. the games. You nerd. And they're I feel like, they're awesome. But I feel like with that, Konami didn't take <clears throat> advantage of that and release like a new game for people to, to like they didn't take they didn't take advantage of that. I feel like. No, you're right. Um, yeah, all they really did was the advanced collection, which got people hyped up. But you know, yeah, it didn't really do much. So maybe with the next iteration of Castlevania, they might be might be doing something different. They may have something in the works there, but um, but yeah, yeah. There's, I said, there's so much potential for that, and that's why we can see these kind of things like for God of War TV show, Horizon TV show being actually good because you want that stuff to be good because all the hype that got from Cyberpunk Edge Runners is like, yeah, that's the that's the ideal situation that you want. And and also to that point, Edge Runners did this thing where it kept the feeling of 2077 it kept the same vibe so when people went back to the game they didn't go wait this is not the thing like the anime so if you do a show make sure it goes along with the same lines of if you're doing last of us make sure it feels like you're playing the game like if it gives that same vibe of dread and and hopefulness or you know despair and or the characters are not one to one, but they. If you look at Pedro Pascal as Joel, 
and you, then you look at Troy Baker's performance, it's like, oh, okay, it's Joel. It's different Joels, but it's the same Joel in the same way. You know, you don't want people to go back to your game and be like, this is, is kind of bad. This is nothing like the show. You know, you don't want, you don't want that. Yeah, yeah, de definitely. Senor. Um, so, yeah, um, this is awesome. I, 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 I can't wait to start this, this anime. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this. And, uh, yeah, congrats to CP, to CDPR, man, because uh, I, I truly think that they, they had, a, 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 like, something really, really good on their hands with this game. Um, it, it just needed, it really needed a couple months in the, a couple extra months in the oven and probably needed to drop the PS4, Xbox One versions. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that people are giving this game a chance now and are actually discovering that, oh, yeah, there's actually something pretty cool here. Um, Thank you yeah, for never losing is... hope, Soul. Yeah, that is uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, next, uh, probably the biggest story of the week. Uh, guys, Grand Theft Auto 6. Um, yes, sir. People, people are, are, are calling this uh, a leak, but I think it's more apt to, to call this like uh, uh, a crime. A disaster. No, people keep saying leak, you're right. I was hoping with touch on this because it's not a leak, it's a damn hack yeah they got hacked yeah 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 so it's, uh, a, it's a crack so there's a hacker and cracker uh the cracker is the one that Whoa. does it for harm the hacker does it to like get files and whatnot but this is more malicious basically the story here is that uh yeah i mean there was a over 90 videos of gta 6 yep. um still still in development uh that were posted online and uh yeah, uh, this this happened on like a Sunday or like a Saturday night. I feel like uh, like it was definitely during the weekend at a time where I feel like most of these people are at home chilling. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was it was pretty pretty wild, man. Um, uh, we got a few things confirmed out of these leaks: the dual protagonists, the location, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think just first and foremost, like I feel bad for the development team. This is not how you want your game, and it's like for a first showing, this is not how you want your game to be sort of revealed to the world. Um, and yeah, uh, leaks or hacks of this nature always suck. Uh, not just for the development team, but for us as well, because we don't know. Even though they came out with Rockstar came out with a statement and said this is not going to affect you know the development of the game or or anything like that. Um, we don't know what kind of consequences this has on the development team themselves. So, yeah, I feel like this this does affect both them and us. Um, mm -hmm. But. Yeah, and, man. I, yeah. I I don't know what else to to, to really add aside from you know that this this sucks and you know um, they caught the guy. Um, 17, 17 year old uh, um, UK little little delinquent in in the in the motherland over there. Yeah, which seventeen? If you know what I was boy... doing at seventeen? What? <laughs> I don't know. Probably watching Naruto or some shit. <laughs> Dude, at 17, I was probably studying for a Mr. Howell history exam or something. Like, uh, listen, when when I saw that, I mean, he got caught like like this today or yesterday. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, in the UK, 
I'm like, once everything's said and done, you know, this kid needs to get higher somewhere. Like the, the the absolute ability to do this, not the not the best way to output that skill, but I think that's a that's a something to be recognized. And it's the fact that at 17 years old, you were able to do this much damage, uh, to the point where the FBI got involved. Uh, Bro, he was he was apparently in their Slack channel too. Yeah, oh he hacked God. into their Slack channel. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. No, it, <laughs> so like he, he, he somehow bypassed a two-factor authentication or whatever the case may be. Like, what do you think he posted in there? <laughs> Probably some like Fortnite shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" <laughs> Biggest fan. No, listen. Uh, the leak. Yeah, the leaks. I mean, what can I like in a positive way? You know. Uh, uh, Macho and I, and Macho sent a message, you know, uh, Grand Thick Auto, you know? And it's, uh... <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it, Listen, it, they're, they're doing it right. They're doing it right, <laughs> They're doing it right over there. <laughs> they got the Latina there. Yeah, they, um, they're doing it right over there. I was like, God damn, they're, they're actually going the it, extra mile. I appreciate that. Yeah, what what's more baffling about all this is, is it's the, the notion or the idea of, um, oh my God, it looks bad. Yeah, it's it's an early dev. <laughs> it's like are people really saying all, that, or it's just people yeah, complaining no, about were, people supposedly saying that? No, no, no. It trended. trended. It trended. People were just criticizing it to no end uh, of okay. how just ba bad it looked. That they did this game looked like GTA Five or whatever. All Listen, right, all right. Because I know I know a lot it, of people like to complain about other people that are saying something and. No, like no the, uh, developers started that. sharing early builds of their own games in solidarity to this. That, I, did, I did see posted. that this morning, yeah. I did you, see that. Yeah, you had a Cult of the Lamb. So it's not just, you know, oh, someone just said it. Well, no, it was like a whole movement of people just bombarding these devs. Uh, classic cool. gamer move. Um, but I'm glad that, you know, Rockstar is going to take their time. Uh, I, I looked at it, and I'm going to be honest. For early, uh, you know, <laughs> early looked, build, it looked, it looked good. better. It looked better than Saints Row. I can tell you that. It looked, yeah. <laughs> Damn. The version of Saints Row. Hundred percent. Damn. savages. Why would you say that? <laughs> Keep in mind, this is a game that's still like three years out. <laughs> My man, GTA Six leak or or you know exposed looked better than Saints Row. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's. There's no question. You know, and it's, I, I think you're right. <laughs> honestly, it just it looked like GTA 5. GTA 5 is not a bad looking game. When people say, "Oh, it just looks like GTA 5," GTA 5 still holds up. So imagine what what GTA 6 is going to look like. It's going to be insane. Um, no, it's, I'm, it, I'm really excited. Rockstar has a pedigree of quality, except for the Definitive Edition for the trilogy. They have this, you know, this thing with their new games. Red Dead Red Dead 2 is still one of the best looking games there is. You know, with one of the best-looking worlds and and characters and models and stories. So, dude, I'm I'm. This doesn't. Did this discourage y'all from six? Did did this do anything to you mentally? Um, no. Dude, it no, made me okay. more excited than anything. Same. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I was obviously we all saw the leaks and mm -hmm. or the, you know the videos and stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah. But just seeing it and watching the character kind of move around and see her different hairstyles too and. She had a map on bottom jeans. I'm just like, yo, this, yo. <laughs> this I'm actually in, and I actually want to see more of this. Like, this looks cool, man. Like, actually, 
I'm more excited than I ever was for a Grand Theft Auto game. And it's yes, it's, it's specifically because of like these videos too, where I actually got to see a little bit of the game in motion and everything. So yeah. it's it's honestly pretty cool to see. Um, I guess from what I got from podcasts, that people were actually more impressed than anything of mm-hmm. how the game looks and you know the potential of what it can be in the next couple of years. So <laughs> bless you. And um, I think it's cool that developers also shared like their early builds of games of like, yeah, this is how games look because, you know, this is what game making looks like. And I think that's really cool, too, because I think it's like a nice movement to like see how games are made and not enough of that is happening. So I'm glad that kind of I'm I'm not glad about the leak and the hack itself, but more just the fact that the response from other devs. Right. Yeah. The response has just been it seems like it's been more overwhelming and supportive than anything else. So, yeah, which is really cool uh, to yeah. see. So, I, I mean, I'm more excited than ever for this. So, but so, what do you? Well, how about you, man? What do you think about it? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, you know, this doesn't. I mean, as long as you have the understanding that this is an early version of game of a game that is still very much in development, then I feel like you don't have anything to really complain about. Um, in terms, in terms of like the look of the game. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, still going to play it probably day one. Uh, still looking forward to it. Uh, so yeah. Latina power. Yeah. They, they, they have so much potential with this and you can imagine too that the, uh, that every game is looking at that of Grand Theft Auto 6 and I'm like, damn, it looks it looks good like that. That's early, Dev? Yeah. They're (laughs) like, they're like, that's early. God damn. Oh man. Move our release date to 2027. Or some, <laughs> like, every game's gonna be moving out of the way for this one. Just it's gonna be a moment for sure. Yeah, I just hope this this didn't affect. I hope morale is 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 you know uh, brought back up because I know a lot of death must have been really bummed out when this happened. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sure all the support too has been great yeah. from the community and everything else. So. I, I think there, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll yeah. be okay. Source goes out there. That's what's harmful. It's like having all this already out there. But um, apparently hopefully... he sold it. But then the person that bought it got scammed or whatever. Yeah, but dude, there's there. That's always in the net. When it touches the net, it's always in the net. There's no way, and nothing leaves the internet. It there's ways to replicate shit. I don't know. I I don't trust that. You know, I trust that. I hope that they don't do anything with it. But you know, I I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, man, that is uh, that's that for Grand Theft Auto Six. Um, next, uh, sort of uh, yesterday, Macho, mm. you guys, something I didn't even know we were kind of creeping up on was uh, Sly Cooper's twentieth anniversary. Yes, sir. Um, so Sucker Punch and PlayStation took to Twitter to um, celebrate the. One of the biggest yeah. days in, in, in history, I would say. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. They, they shared, you know, some development secrets on, uh, I think, the, the blog post, or on the PlayStation blog. Um, and then as well, we got some uh, nice little, uh, you know, kind of things to celebrate the anniversary. We got a new poster. Uh, we got a Sly Cooper plushie. Uh, we got a t-shirt, or a couple t-shirts, maybe. Just one. Um, all right, just one. Uh, but yeah, man, uh all in all, it's uh, it was a pretty it was a pretty cool day to see uh, just like the plethora of fan art from the community, 
Um, seeing Insomniac chiming in with uh, showing Ratchet and Sly together. Um, Naughty Dog, where are you at? Why did, why did you, you guys do that? Um, <laughs> yeah, and then just seeing uh, everyone in the community just kind of like sharing their memories of, of this franchise and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, Macho, how was the day for you? And uh, what? Tell me, tell me some of your fondest memories of, of Sly Cooper. Yeah, well, I was working. Um, <laughs> I was working and, and doing a whole bunch of life stuff and doing the Final Fantasy. But regardless, um, I did think about so many times just to go to that PlayStation version <laughs> that's on PS Plus and just streaming it. But I don't want to do myself a disservice. The game deserves more than that. But I did see the outpour from the community on that blog post because, of course, that blog post is always tweeted out and stuff like that. So I went to go in the comments section to see what people were saying and all that. And uh, it was really cool to see everybody. So, I mean, like, a lot of people ask either for a new game or remastered versions of the original. Um, and there's so many comments of that, too. Like, so many subtweets and just comments and on the blog posts and, and videos and stuff like that. Like, I was I was really taken aback that, like, people still have this, uh, like, this uh, adoring nature for Sly Cooper in the entire series. So, that was really cool to see in that... We're not alone, my brother. We're not on this yeah, love. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. As much, as much as Walt likes to try to remind us. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, <laughs> we are. It was, it was a good day for a feast. And that that one T-shirt they had there. Did you see it? It looks. Yeah, really it looks cool. pretty cool, man. Yeah, it looks they, cool. They even got they even got a Carmelita in there as well, man. I know that's that's like on top of the design, like the fact that those four characters are like on one shirt. Like I really want to buy it. So I think I might actually just take the plunge and go for it. I think you get a discount too, by the way. So so I think there's a five dollar discount you can use for that. Um, nice. So yeah, I def I definitely want to pick that up. It was really cool. But as far as like my fondest memories with Sly Cooper, man, um, where to begin? There's <laughs> I have so many because Sly Cooper was the one series. Well, I guess I could start like at the very beginning, where I remember seeing the box art for Sly Cooper at a blockbuster. And just back then, when you're at Blockbuster, all you had to really go by was the cover art and sort of the back of the box of like what you want to rent for that week and for to play for the entire weekend. So I remember looking at the box art, like, okay, this is pretty ominous. It's just like a black, um, black cover with just the uh, like the the pointy eyes of of like the raccoon symbol for the Thievius raccoon and stuff like that. And then I remember opening it up because Blockbuster just had the manual still in there because nobody stole them for some reason. I definitely would have. Um, it was just a Thievius Raccoonus just in there. And I was just like, oh, this user manual is so cool. It's slick. It's actually like in the style look of the game. And it's bringing it home, just absolutely falling in love with the characters, the opening, the music, the characters themselves. I just fell in love with everything about that game, um, and especially going to different locations just to retrieve like your family's uh, pages for different moves for being the great thief, for being a great thief. It was just, to me, that was just so enamoring and I, I loved every bit of it and uh i just from them i just fell in love with this series and it came to the point where it was like it was like actually with kingdom hearts the kingdom hearts series where i played it for the first time didn't realize there was a sequel coming out until i went to like a game store and saw saw the box at a game store and i was like wait they came out a sequel for this game oh i want it and that's where i begged my dad like literally begged my dad to get slide two for me and um, I remember bringing it home. We got some ice cream on the way home, too. I remember that specifically. 
We got some uh, morcillas and nacapullas on, uh, as I held the game box in my hand. Aye, aye, aye. Just remember just taking the drive your, back your home. greasy ass hands. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, man. I, that's why I don't have that box <laughs> hey, no Walt, more. Walt, that case was slipping and sliding in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> my man dropped that box a lot. <laughs> hey, man, that's, that's why I don't have that box anymore, man. It's, it's long gone. Um, it's, greasy, it's greased up and in the in a junkyard somewhere. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm so I'm so sad. I don't have I have the the original copies of the games, but mm. but yeah, yeah. It's, I remember bringing it home and and playing Sly Two for the first time. And again, that one thing where you play a sequel, and you're just like, oh my god, they went above and beyond for this. And Sly Two is just really that one of those games where you're just like, yeah, this is it. This it is, is gonna... it is it is the definitive Sly Cooper experience. One, yeah, one hundred percent. With all the mini games and all the like the new stuff they introduced in that game, like I really need to go back and revisit it, which I definitely will on my Steam Deck. Um, but I'm sure. excited to just replay those games uh, from start to finish and just really go ham on it because uh, it's like Cooper deserves it, man. That's why we've been saying for months now, for probably even years, that Sly Cooper series deserves a native resolution port and remaster. So let's get on it, man. Let's we really need that. Because uh, the series deserves it and it's great, and there's so many memories imbued with that, and I just had so much fun with that entire series. That to me, it's it's better than Jack and Daxter. It's better than Ratchet and Clank, and uh, I'll just uh, I'll take those. It's just weird. It's just so weird to me. It's just so weird to me that that Jack and Daxter got their native PS4 ports, but Ratchet and Clank trilogy and Slide trilogy are just left by the wayside. Like that's just so weird to me. I guess it's not that good. Yeah, you keep saying that, but no one believes. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if it's something that like, just Naughty Dog, like did themselves, um, and it's something that just Insomniac and Sucker Punch. I don't want to say that they don't care to, but y- you know what I mean. Like they just, I don't know, they don't see a reason to, or they don't have time right now to do that stuff themselves, right? Like I wonder if it's something that these teams specifically need to find time to actually port them over themselves, or. Or is that something that Sony has to do themselves, or I, I don't know. Yeah, that's um, that's why I'm so con- confused on like how the the process for that actually works out, and if that's the case, why not just send it to like a another team just to remaster and get those ports over? Like I just I don't know. It feels like it's worth it to have that kind of legacy, especially if they actually had like a celebration just for it. You know what I mean? Like it feels like that's it's worth it at least to have those games be playable not through streaming where some people came in access like that so yeah man give me a chance to play i want to play it you can on your steam deck uh, oh you're right but what version ps2 version there's only ps oh yeah yeah just go with the ps2 version yeah for for me um sly is the deepest playstation 2 mascot um his trilogy um specifically slide two man um i don't know i don't know if i told you guys this but like i actually based um a lot a lot of from my like protect my protagonist in my book he's he's an amalgamation of like several characters from from books and tv shows and just things that have inspired me um but sly is is also like a big like like the the dna or like sly's blueprint or Sly's DNA is, is like makes up the blueprint of my main character a little bit, um, so yeah, like this game and this the story of Sly Two specifically means a lot to me, um, 
just because I, I really, like, I, I was rewatching the ending to Sly 2 uh, last night, Macho, and it's like, it is such an unconventional ending, but like a really, really, like, damn good, like, part two of a trilogy uh, kind of ending where it's like, yes, like, Sly and the gang, they, they ultimately, like, win at the end of that game. They, you know, they defeat the big bad of, of the entire story, but it's that ending is also like super depressing man like sly gets <laughs> sly gets arrested uh bentley gets fucking paralyzed murray ends up leaving the entire gang right so it's like yes like they win at the end of the day but like at what cost like they still have all like the scars are there like they've suffered so much in that second game um and yeah it's like it's like a bittersweet ending like they're they still leave that game victorious but like they still suffered so much throughout uh band of thieves and like i don't know man like that that ending always hits me whenever i watch it um because it feels so unconventional uh but yeah I, I i just respect the second games the second game so much because um if you remember the paris chapter which is like the the introduction chapter of of uh sly 2 mm -hmm. it's like it is it is so like uh just sly in the gang just doing their thing leaving off where you know they they left off from from the first game right like they're it definitely feels like it's them at their peak like like they're at, they're in their bag in in the paris chapter um and then like sly 2 to me is like challenging that status quo like like these characters have gotten so comfortable at what they're doing they're feeling good almost like they're getting cocky because you know they're they're just so good at what they're doing and then the next chapter or the the whole John chapter or those two chapters it's like that that comfort that comfort that they felt gets like flipped on its head right and it's like challenging the status quo because it throws those characters into a truly like truly like uncomfortable position where it's like two of the three in that gang get arrested and now it's like the weakest character has to go out and 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 rescue them and it specifically puts the quote-unquote weakest character uh in an uncomfortable in an uncomfortable position because he has to challenge like his greatest fear of like literally going to this prison to break out his friends who have been um you know arrested and that chapter like everyone talks so highly about that chapter because it's so like just, like just think about it for a second like you, i feel like you play these games to play as sly cooper right uh because you want the agility you want the smoothness you want the 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 cockiness right all of that stuff but for a game to take that away from you take two of its main characters away from you and play as the quote-unquote weakest character um I don't know, it was such a cool, like, gameplay moment, but at the same time, like, such a cool, like, story, uh, character development moment for Bentley as well, because it's, like, literally this character who has depended on both Sly and Murray to do all the grunt work on, out on the field and stuff like that, and now it's like he can't rely on those two people anymore, like, everything falls and rests on his shoulders in this chapter to, to break out, uh, you know, his friends from, from prison, and... I don't know man like that chapter hits so so hard um because of that because of bentley like like we're literally watching this this you know scared and timid character like grow before our eyes and um yeah i and and 
at the end of that chapter, what do you have? You have these characters growing even closer because of this experience, because of this like really, really terrible experience. Macho, they even drugged Murray in the, in this chapter yeah, when he's in prison. They drugged him, man. So, um, but yeah, I, I can can you talk a little bit about that that jailbreak chapter? Do you do you remember it? And like, did it leave an impression on you? Uh, just like when you were playing it for the first time, just like how wild it was to be without two of the main characters and having to control Bentley for like the majority of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think you touched on the themes of it so well and just, like, the overall impact of the story and, like, what it does for Bentley as a character. But at the time when I played it, and from what I remember the most about it, the gameplay was just so sound. And it felt like yeah. Bentley. You know, it was so characteristic, and that's what made it stand out even more, where Bentley really had to play to his genius strengths. And he went from, you know, the guy in the studio the entire time to now being like the outdoorsman, and now he has his own tricks to play with um, when it comes to creating his like his own his own um, tools and stuff like that. And to me, that's super cool. And I think that what they did with that whole um, like the whole level design is smart, right? Because whenever you drop into a new biome in, in a Sly game, you you can tell like a lot of it was tailored towards Sly maneuvering around. But now they had to focus yeah. on what Bentley and Murray can do, and that's where the, the, the jumping um, trampolines were coming in. So the fact that they include stuff like that for those two characters where they can finally get on rooftops and like hover over to a next area, which is so much fun. Like there's a point where like I even wanted to play more as Bentley and Murray than Sly at that point because they had so many tools they could do just to get around and sneak around and, and, and pickpocket as well. So um, I, I think yeah. the evolution of like the mechanics in the game just did such a great job from the first game that felt that feels like it's so much more um but doesn't necessarily take away anything from the first game either it just feels like everything's an addition to what the first game introduced yeah for sure and uh, and i mean even like specifically talking about bentley i mean he his moving gets dare i say even better in the third game sorry what was it say it again oh that i would say that bentley's movement in the i I would dare say that his movement gets even better in the third game. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they, now, they now have that, that foundation, that blueprint of what he can do. And they just, they go balls to the wall in the third game. There's so much they introduce in the third game that it really feels like it's, it feels like they're trying to, it feels like they're biting more than they can chew, but it turns out they got a good mouthful in there and they got a good handle on that entire game. Um, they even touched on that too in the blog post where like there's so much things happening with Sly 3 that we couldn't pull it off without the teamwork. And if it wasn't for Sly 2 really innovating on what 1 did, then we wouldn't have gotten all the great things in 3. But yeah, I mean, most of what I remember from 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 the game, because it's been a long time since I played all of them again, but the mechanics and just the gameplay as well just really sold me on it. And uh, and just the overall, just going around the different biomes and worlds, like it really felt like you're globetrotting the entire game, and that's what made it so appealing. And every level feels so different, unique, and fun, which is one of the moments I remember. So, is I forgot where we went. Oh man, was it was it India where you did the dance with Carmelita Fox? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I remember because yeah. that, that dancing mini game. I'm like, oh, she's looking good. I'm looking good. We're dancing. <laughs> we're like in this. Hey, it, it was it was kind of like a Mr. And Mrs. Smith kind of moment where they were both at the dinner party, and they both knew that they were spies and that they were kind of like trying to one up each other. But they had this really slick dance, and they were trying to kill each other at the same time. 
It reminded me of that, but with Sly and Carmelita, because like it was just so, it was just so cute, and it was fun at the same time. And like I love the little mini games with Sly too, that also just can be borderline frustrating and challenging, or or really fun. And uh, that was one that's really fun. But the one that was borderline frustrating was uh, against the uh, the Voodoo Crocodile. That was that was rough. <laughs> that was a tough one, but still fun. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I I remember struggling with that too, to be honest. With a crocodile. Um, yeah, Miss uh, <laughs> Ruby. Yeah, three I different layers ass. of just going through her entire thing. I was just, Jesus Christ, lady. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Just just to return to to slide two again, like that character, or that game's themes are just like, like it's funny because like. Even back then, like, I don't know, I must have been, like, eight years old when I first played it. But it's, like, all of this stuff just kind of goes over your head when you're playing it back then. But, like, now looking back on it, like, the themes are so interesting. Um, and I think it, even, it's funny because I think Sucker Punch kind of, with uh, Ghost of Tsushima, they kind of uh, tackle some of these themes as well. Um, and it's, like, Reputation. Like, Reputation is kind of, like, the biggest thing in, in Sly 2. Uh, it's like the connecting thread that links like everything in 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 that game um because like each of the characters like even even the villains are kind of obsessed with this quest of like kind of making making um something for themselves right um or like living up to 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 something for for sly it's like living up to his family name um but every every villain that you meet from rajan to um, even like Neela or John Bisson, um, they're all sort of like embroiled in this narrative of like finding what's owed to them. And the difference that the things that, di that differentiate Sly from the villains is like how they deal with this, um, like how they dealt with, with those feelings. And uh, like, like Macho, like you talked about biting off more than what you can chew. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, talking about the Paris chapter, it, again, like that was the team like in their bag for sure. Uh, but then quickly after that, during the Rajan stuff, you find out that it's like, no, like these guys, like Sly and the crew, they end up biting off way more than they can chew. And that's what ends up landing them in, in prison. Um, and I think, I think the story is about like sly's lack of foresight like sly getting caught up in his own ego despite his good intentions and his ego his his obsession with sort of wanting to live up to the cooper name and the cooper legacy it ends up hurting the people around him right um you know primarily bentley getting paralyzed um you know and and again about sly getting caught up in his own ego like it goes back to this idea of, you know, their actions having consequences and you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Um, I just, I just really love that there's like, there's like, there's like genuine like consequences in this game due to these characters like actions. Like, yep. I don't know, man, like it, it was, it was, it, that game is just like, that story is, is, is so, and the themes are so, so good because it's like, in the in the first game in in Thievius Raccoonus, it's like the Cooper game. Like there's they're they're underdogs in that entire game. They're swinging like really really big against the odds, but they come out on top at the at the end of the game. But in the sequel, it's like 
that shit does, is not gonna fly anymore. Like you're fighting against like a like a, a group of villains that are like, uh, uh like a like a, a, a tier higher than what you faced previously. Um, your luck runs out in this game, and like Sly's reputation isn't enough to to keep him away from from harm's way and to keep his friends safe. Um, in this game, like this game proves that there's always someone smarter. There's always someone better than than you in this game. And um, I don't know, man. Like this game, this game tackles like so much, and I I I love it so much. Uh, this entire trilogy. We didn't even talk about like Sly Three and how it ended off with the whole amnesia thing with Sly and, and Carmelita. I, I love yeah. that ending as well. Yeah, I know that's um, a really cool way. Like uh, like talk about beating your expectations of how they're gonna close off a trilogy, right? And yeah, it's so it's so Sly Cooper at the same time. You're just like ah. Use like Uber, you use like is <laughs> one of those. So good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Game fantastic. Is all right. And uh and notice uh to the people watching, notice how we did not talk about Sly Four in, in any of this. So, <laughs> oh, come uh, on, stop <laughs> it, man. You know, no, it's no, a so, good game. It's a good game. So I was I was I was on uh like Google Images last night looking at uh just like the the cutscenes the you know the comic book uh, sort of stylized cutscenes that they do that they do for the games, um, and someone posted like a comparison of like, hey here's how Carmelita looks in the uh, in the comic book cutscenes for Sly one, two, three, and then four, and it's like how she looks in four is disgusting man. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> gross. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's four is definitely the black sheep of of the whole series, but I I don't know. I think the gameplay is still really good in that game. Like it's like even if like this, I know because like, we were just talking about how great the story and characters are, but like even that, just like the gameplay and the overall aesthetic, I think really worked for that game and it was it was fun and they had some really good ideas. But yeah, a lot of the execution was definitely missed for sure, especially with those those comic book cutscenes like. To me, those are like part of the identity for Sly Cooper, and they really didn't get that right. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. but but the gameplay was definitely there. They definitely expanded the gameplay and everything else. But yeah, I'm not gonna say you're wrong because you're not. <laughs> I totally agree with you. I just I just don't think it's as much of a black sheep as it is. You know, it's like when people say that they hate Kingdom Hearts three, it ruined the series. No, it didn't. It's fine. <laughs> it's a it's okay. <laughs> right. But. But it's 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 the one title you just don't have to replay. I think that's the best of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like they say three is the worst. No, two is the worst. Four what? Two two Kingdom Hearts two is the worst one. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah, the last time, last time people last time people said that they never mind. I won't say what I'm gonna say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Conti yeah. Continue. So uh, yeah. <laughs> you you wanna you choose violence today? <laughs> <laughs> nah, not today, not today. Yeah. But yeah, um, so when was the last one you actually played Sly Cooper for? Was it one it just released and you're just disgusted you didn't play it again? Yeah, yeah. No, oh was, man. Yeah, when did when did it come out? What 2013? Around there, yeah. It it's, it was it was one of the biggest selling factors of it is that if you bought the PS3 version, you got the PS Vita version as well. So it's cross by. So that was, so that was like, one of the biggest factors of it too. And was Sly Four just another company, or was it also Sucker Punch? No, it was no, it, it was, was another Sun company. Yeah, it was Sanzaru Games, which, mind you, again, they made a good game. It was still fun. It was just taking the direction of the story and everything, the characters. 
it feels like they'd even talk with Sucker Punch about it. Yeah. Which was the weird part. So I think Should that's I skip that's it? probably that's probably uh I, I don't think so. I think it's a it's still a fun game, but you're just gonna have to you're gonna have to like look past like some weird odds and ends of the story. Would you say the same thing, so or would you say skip it? I would skip it. Okay. Because cause the characters, I mean, I feel like Sly, like, after after sort of everyone's character development throughout the, the course of three games, Sly 4 feels like a regression in many ways. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not going to retread the same ground with how I've talked about Murray in that game specifically, but Murray definitely feels like a regression in, in terms of, like, the journey that he goes on from Sly 2 to Sly 3. Like, that man goes through some shit. Like... He he leaves the gang in the in the second game and like part of the third game is like you trying to get him back, right? And then the fourth game is just like I don't even want to talk about like what they do with him. Um and then Sly <laughs> and then Sly as well, man. Like in, in the fourth game, Sly's just like uh, you're you're not the Sly Cooper that like I I remember, you know. Um don't get me started on Penelope that Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I know. You, you hate you hate what they did with Penelope. Yeah, yeah that shit's weird, man. Um, but I'm mean, but like you said, and the gameplay is still good. I think the premise overall is pretty interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, just some of the story stuff I really just don't like. Again, because it's like it wouldn't be that big of a deal if the other games like how they treated their character and stories and their and and themes and how each game is like thematically connected to this idea of like reputation and family. If it wasn't so good in those games, then I would I probably wouldn't have a, a problem with Sly 4 because it would be like, oh, that's just par for the course. You know, these games, writing and storytelling has never been that great. But no, because one, two, and three are great in that regard, it makes Sly 4 even more the black sheep, like like Masha was saying. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, um, I, I I don't disagree with him either on any of those points. I think it's really fair, and uh. But yeah, if, if if you're looking, if you finish off three and you're looking for another slide adventure, then yeah, it's they they go to some pretty cool locations in that game. Um, the gameplay is expanded even more with more characters, right? So because you're playing as not just a gang anymore, you're playing as right. Uh, yeah, so so they do some really interesting stuff with it. But um, but yeah, other than that, it's um, it's one of my least mem- memorable out of, out of all the three games, really. So. It brings up a lot of great points. Sly 1, 2, 3, and then play Cyberpunk. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, honestly, I think that will actually be a good um, break. Like, If you ever want to break from Cyberpunk and just that world and the quests being daunting as they can be, boot up Sly Cooper and start playing that. You'll have a good time. All right. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, I think that's going to do it for the podcast this week. Um, Yeah. We went through uh, all the major topics. Um, just want to remind everyone to go ahead and like the podcast. Share it out if you enjoyed what you heard. If you enjoyed us ragging on Sly 4, then go ahead and drop us a like. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to get started with these outros. Uh, <laughs> Wall, why don't you take it away, man? What do you What do you got planned this week? More, more Cyberpunk? Uh, more Cyberpunk, boy. Uh, going to be... Uh, spending some time with the family. Um, my 
my dad took some time to be here since the hurricane's coming by. He wants to be around and make sure, you know, nothing happens, whatever. And we're going to go out for dinner today, later for uh, birthday dinner. They want to go and take me to dinner. I mean, I'm just being taken everywhere, man. This I feel like a, I feel like I'm being thrown around everywhere, you know? I mean, everyone's just... Whoa, whoa. Hey, wait, it's pause. Take it easy, Macho. <laughs> Who's throwing you around? Is it, uh... Is it... What's your uh, name? Yeah, but stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Cyberpunk, man, uh, uh, gonna be... Gonna be diving into the mind of Johnny and, and, and the, the construct. Uh, and probably gonna watch Avatar next week, then. Uh, I really... I'm really excited, man. I, I can't wait to see that in IMAX. That uh, sounds like it's going to be an experience. The music, is, especially the music. Oh yeah, my god, man. I cannot wait. Mm -hmm. Cannot wait. What about what about you, Soul? Um, more uh, Destiny Two, uh, for sure. Going to finish off uh, um, the Sandman and then probably hop into Edge Runners. Um, sure. But yeah, not not too much from me um macho what about you countdown to uh honeymoon excited for that uh we got where you one going? where you going we're going to hawaii going to the oh, island yeah. of maui and head up a couple of hiking trails and and foods and luau's and snorkeling all that jazz it's gonna be a true vacation which i'm really excited about so we gotta get stuff prepped for that but in the meantime before all that kind of comes down i definitely want to watch rings of power so that's I'm at least going to sneak in one episode, one or two episodes tonight before actually starting up Cyberpunk 2077 start playing that. I know I probably shouldn't, but the gamer in me is it's calling. It's calling for, for that, that experience there. I need that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I actually I got my Steam Deck this week, so I've been messing around with it. I've been putting a lot of games on it. For, I got 14 on there, so that's ready for me to go to Hawaii. I also put the Sly games on there. We got... Uh, Got the Xenosaga trilogy. We got we got a lot on there, and I'm really excited to actually dive into it um, on the plane ride since they're going to be pretty long. So that's going to be a fun experiment for the week. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think that's just it. that's it really. Cyberpunk, and then Avatar on Sunday, man. Uh, super pumped for that. I bought my ticket as soon as the the pre-orders went up. So I'm really excited to go see that movie in theaters again. I didn't think I get the chance to do that, but. I'm glad they're doing it now so that we can get hyped up for Avatar 2 in a couple months. So, yeah, it's going to be the weekend. It's going to be super fun. Nice, sure. nice. Um, so, yeah, man, that is going to do it for the DualShock and Sense crew for this week. We will catch you guys again next Saturday, same time as usual. Uh, hopefully something more exciting happens <laughs> next week. Um, that isn't, you know, uh, terrible, like, uh, you know, like leaks or hacks or anything like that. Um, so yeah, until then, peace out.